Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Junkyard Drive. This Danish man has all the goods, soaring riffs, rich drums, and amazing vocals. This Guns N' Roses-inspired band is sure to provide your metal fix. They have released their strongest album to date, Electric Love. And here's my interview with the band and our search for Ollie. Thank you for taking time to speak with me today. It's... Of course, man. No, it's cool. It's, it's, it's really cool. <laughs> I love the new album. It's just plain kicks ass from top to bottom. You have to be very proud. Oh, thank well, you. thank you so thank much. You. Really, appreciate, really that. appreciate that. How was the recording process for you guys? Um, actually, it has been a bit uh, uh, divided up in, uh, in in multiple recording sessions. Um, we did some of the record in uh, in the Medley Studios in Copenhagen uh, with our dear producer Soren, and then we also did something in uh, in another studio studio called Death Island Studio in Denmark as well. And um, did uh, COVID affect the? production of the album in any way nah not really the production in the album um um not really because actually we in in, in denmark we were still allowed to to meet up in, uh, in small groups so we could uh we could still do the recordings uh in terms of covid yeah that's great and uh i wanted to know if you can talk about the song the wonderland of temptations Oh, yeah. And the making of the video. How did that one come about for you? I think we lost Ollie. I'll hold on and we'll wait for him. Yeah, yeah we'll do. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Where did he go? I don't know. He disappeared somehow. Oh. I don't know. Maybe he has a bad signal, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes if Wi-Fi is not good, you know, it's hard okay. to connect because we're so far apart. Yeah, could be that. I'm not sure. I just texted him and he doesn't seem to answer. Hmm. Ollie. All right. You, you hear me? You hear me all right now? Yeah. yeah we do. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. I was asking if you could speak on the song, The Wonderland of Temptations and the making of the video. Yeah. yeah. Well, well Chris, you go on about the, the making of the song. I can talk a bit about the video, huh? Yeah, let's do that. So um, actually, I wrote the song on a, on an acoustic guitar, just a simple uh, chord prog progression and uh, some lyrics and then uh, klaus our drummer he actually told us maybe we should do a piano ballad instead so try to play it on a piano so it was 
uh, it was written originally on a guitar, but later transferred to uh, to the piano. Um, you know, the theme, the lyrical theme is about um, a little bit about alcohol abuse and how it makes uh, makes us uh, feel uh, more comfortable, but uh, but maybe not uh, as honest as, as we could be. So it's about um, um, loving yourself and the self-development uh, uh, through and without alcohol. So. And I wanted to ask you as well, the song Let Me Love You, um, did that intro come later and was that it or did you did originally come in that you come up with it in that format? Yeah, it, it was actually the plan to do like a gospel choir or a gospel set on that song. Um, the song was actually on the road when we were touring with the, with the clips in, uh, in Germany and most of Europe. Um, so, uh, so the chorus was written, but we knew that we wanted to add something else. So that's why we thought that, uh, that uh, a big gospel choir in the beginning and then the chorus could, uh, could lift up the song a couple of levels. Yeah, it really does. It yeah. rise a great emphasis to the song. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what we wanted to do. And I wanted to know if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Yeah, that's actually uh, the artist that we, we've used. Oh, my God, Aldi, he disconnected again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can speak of that because actually actually Aldi is, is so new of a member that he, he played on that record as well. So um, um, so I can just uh, talk a little bit about the cover and, and the album. Um, we are always uh, working with a guy called uh, Roberto. He's an Italian guy who uh, draws amazing uh, uh, cartoon and, uh, and artworks and, and uh, all that kind of stuff. And we used him for um, for the black coffee. I just loved the artwork that he did for that mm -hmm. one. So we make him actually redo our, our debut album, Sin and Tonic, after that, because we wanted to uh, release it on vinyl. And then it was just like... Uh, why not use him for electric love as well? Hi, Ollie again. <laughs> I, don't I have no idea what the fuck is going on here. I'm sorry about that, guys. No problem at all. And um, we were talking about the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Yeah, yeah. But actually, we just wanted like the, the symbols of, of the title electric love. So we wanted a big heart and then uh, and, um, some. Uh, uh, some uh, electrical uh, things around it, uh, surrounding the 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 heart. So it's just electric love. But I, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't part of any of that. But I think there's something that gives it this. You know, we we could have used the you know lovey dovey symbol of heart, but like the the actual the actual human heart. There's something about it which, of course, is kind of it's very it's very visceral kind of. Image to use, but I mean, I think I think it really gives it um, kind of like a gore kind of vibe that I really that I really like without it being like maybe too far out there. Let's be honest, we're playing sort of a genre that that can sometimes be playing on some heavy cliches that I think somehow, even though. We're using an actual human heart that so elegantly we we sort of 
you know, we sort of avoided those cliches with that album cover. I was actually really, really stunned when first I saw it. Yeah, and he is the thing I think too is that um, the great thing of you using a the image of a real heart is also gives you the symbolism that uh, love is real. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then Roberto, he's just so creative and so cool. So he, so he also added the the Marshall amplifier and put electric love on that, which I also think that it just captures the the rock and roll feeling of that uh, of of the album. I wanted to ask you guys, what can uh, fans look for next? <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, first of all, we got uh, we got Coben Hill gig going on here uh, in a couple of weeks, which is uh, pretty. Uh, is it's going to be neat. It's going to be one of our bigger productions. So the, the the Denmark, France, and and around will be in for a treat. And people with a pass for the Copenhagen Festival, we're going to share the ticket with uh, bands like Metallica and Iron Maiden. So that's that's going to be real nice. We've got a couple of gigs in uh we got one in norway and we got a couple of gigs coming up also planning the tour for next year and also we're just about to 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 make the Hopefully he comes back. Yeah, hopefully he comes back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can, I can, I can finish up. Aldi, are you still here? No, he just disappeared. <laughs> oh well, yeah. But Coben Hill is just a big thing because it's, it's the 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 one major rock and metal festival in the in Scandinavia, um, with almost I think thirty thousand uh, people joining wow. in, rocking out. Yeah, yeah. So that's a pretty big deal here in a. In, uh, in Denmark. And then, uh, yeah, as Ollie said, um, we're, we're just finishing up on the Electric Love Tour in uh, in Denmark and one gig in Norway. And uh, we actually already got booked for some festival next year, which we cannot say anything about, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you both, what if you could pick your proudest moment as an artist, what would you say that your proudest moment was? Um, the proudest moment, uh, well, for me, uh, I guess it it, uh, it will be the Sweden Rock Festival. That was the first like big festival Younger Drive played on. Um, on the lineup, there were uh, Pretty Mates, um, Ozzy Osbourne, The Darkness. So yeah, that was that was some huge, huge shit to just play on such a big festival. How about you, Oliver? Yeah, and I, I guess for me, as as I think you mentioned before, I cut off the first time. I'm pretty new to this band, um, so I, I still have yet to 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 really get to experience the junkyard machine at its fullest potential, <laughs> which is going to happen in in a, in a yeah. days, honestly. But uh, that being said, there's something about being able to put my own personal touch on 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 the songs, right? So so I don't I don't do all of the solos from the previous albums. I have I have my my own sort of, you know, I, I try to apply as much of my own sound as possible. And I think maybe actually when we're doing Wonderland of Temptations live, I'm the one sitting behind the piano 
and mm-hmm. um and we're having this uh this live intro that i have been working hours and nights and days on working on and i actually think it came out really really good and it i i think it really really served the song and um and and there's something there that i'm always so stoked about because it somehow seems to work and it somehow seems to capture people and uh and it and it if i have to say it myself it really puts a whole new life into the to the journey that wonderland of temptations already is i mean it's not just another rock song i think one of those i think it it has some of those qualities like a more sort of a composition rather than just a song and it and has an a really really cool musical narrative and to be able to be part of that and actually put post production my own my own touch in that i think that's really cool i yeah i really really care a lot about that song it's really cool to be able to perform live and i also wanted to ask you guys um what's the best advice you've been given along your musical journey the best advice I've been i i i can go i i i have my and, and this is something that sticks with me every fucking day uh whenever i'm out and 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 meeting people and it's really simple everyone you meet on your way up you meet on your way down again right so there's there's something about that happens to to a lot of people at least to me i can feel when things are happening that makes me maybe think that i am a bit bigger than i actually am right like some egos are getting inflated and uh sure. and and i think there's something about the you know staying a bit humble and just remember that we are actually just people um sharing our love for for putting music out there for rock music and it's not about i mean the days of you know huge rock star uh ness and like trashing hotel rooms and all of that i mean i think they're over and personally i never gave too much of a fuck about that i think it it was something that was not really that rock and roll to be honest like it was right. about something different than music so to remember that you know it's people that we're dealing with here uh, i think that really serves me well in 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 my in my career life but also just as a human being on earth you know be a be a decent person like it's not sure. that fucking hard yeah true <laughs> yeah the world doesn't need another asshole yeah there are plenty of those out there aren't there <laughs> yes i wanted to ask you uh if you guys could pick the ultimate tour partner who would it be the ultimate support partner mm, uh, could be anything. Uh, well, like, 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 if it's uh, in my dreams, it would be Guns N' Roses. I, 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 I think yeah, that could be so amazing because our inspirations is the old epic rock bands like ACDC, Guns N' Roses. Um, but they're still going and they're still going pretty good, so that could be could be great. Um, but also newer bands just like Rival Sons or something like that that could be cool also. Yeah, I like the, the the old school seventies rock style. That yeah. Going on. yeah, I mean, I mean, Rival Sons is a is a huge hit of mine as well. I really love those guys. But also like Nashville based Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown, who also did a support tour with 
Guns N' Roses. I mean, those guys and, and Tyler, especially, he's got it all figured out, man. He's so fucking like his musicality just like blows my mind every day. And and also just to see the journey that he's sharing with his wife, Rebecca from Lock and Poe, which is another Nashville rock act. And I mean, those people are just so fucking amazing. It's rock and roll at its purest. And I think it's so fucking raw. I would love, I would love to go on tour with those guys. Like, Rob, if you can ever make that happen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I also wanted to ask you if you could give me a little history about how the band got together. Yeah, well, actually, um, we're from Broskilde. Um, and um, the drummer Klaus, we went to the same school uh, way, way back. Um, um, and he uh, went to the same school as the guitarist, uh, the old guitarist Beer, um, who knew me from uh, from the rock environment in uh, in, in Copenhagen. So we all, everybody knew each other, kind of. Um, so um, Beer, the old guitarist, wanted to start a, a rock band, an old school ACDC based rock band, and uh, I was actually supposed to be the the second guitarist. But when our old singer, our first singer, who never really uh, recorded anything with us, he uh, he got sick. So I just thought, well, I could give this a go. And then I left the guitar and uh, just kept sing- kept on singing from there. Um, so yeah, it was with the, with the idea of, of creating a old school, hard-hitting, ACDC, airborne kind of rock and roll band. Yeah, I think... Uh... Malcolm Young's one of the most underrated guitarists in the world. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. I like, like, you could do a whole episode of me talking about how underrated Malcolm Young is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh <my> <laughs> I also want to ask you what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? Come to our shows. Yeah. Take a flight, get overseas, come see us, <laughs> buy a tea. <laughs> Can you give me a shortcut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think you can order them, huh? Yeah. yeah. I think we've got a website that you can order it from. Okay, great. Because I think the the cover alone would render itself great. <laughs> huh? What's that? I said the cover alone would render great on a tee. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, it's funny that you should say it because uh, it is already put on a team that you can order. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's not on the website yet, but uh, maybe it will come. Well, but I'll be looking we're, for it. Yeah, but we're keeping some of the merch for Copenhagen. We're planning to sell a lot of T-shirts there. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, this saved me a 2X. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll send someone to you. And I also wanted to ask you guys, lastly, if you could give any message to your fans, what would that message be? Go out and see us on tour or see any other live band. Go support the music because after COVID, the whole industry is fucking bleeding. So go see your local band and go meet us on tour. I want to pitch in with something a little more holistic. I want want to go like um, um, pay no fucks and uh, stick it to the man. How about that? (laughs) How about that shit? 
But yeah, I agree that we, we as fans, we need to get out there and support the bands that we love because yeah. uh, the, as we spoke about earlier, those uh, million dollar contracts, they don't exist anymore. No, 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 no. And uh, money is made by touring, by merchandising, and uh, getting out and getting hits on them songs. But buy the CD. If you like it, buy it. Exactly, exactly. No one, no one's ever going to play that CD because all, all is streaming today. But go buy the CD and support the bands. <laughs> sure. Because... You know, it's a it's a different world we're living in now. You know, I'm older. I'm 56. Back in the day, I used to love the moment of running to the record store and getting that vinyl on the day of release and ripping off that shrink wrap. Yeah. Hmm. You know, enjoying the whole experience. I think a lot of that got has gotten lost, and I think people need to get back to that. Because, yeah. uh, you know, the thing I don't like about streaming is Everyone has a playlist of a bunch of singles, but the fact of the matter is you put as much work into each song that you laid on that album and people are missing out on great songs. Absolutely. They are, and, and they're missing out the whole experience of that story an album can be. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak with me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Ryan. Right. Oh, thank been, you, thank so you for having us. Yeah, thank you for reaching out. Yeah. And I wish you guys all the best. And please feel free to keep me updated at any time. Yes, well, we will do that. We will do that, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and if you ever swing by, let us know. and We'll, uh, yes. we'll catch up. All right, we'll do. And you take care, my friends, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You All too, right. Thank you. Thank you. You Cheers. too, man. Yeah. Bye. Cheers. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.